All right, we are live. Sorry, guys, this is going to be a little weird just because uh, I'm up in Georgia at my in-law's house, so I don't have my usual setup and a little bit different connection and stuff like that, but it should be good. I got the man Hector Lombard with me today, but before we get him on here, we're going to go ahead and do a couple sponsor reads. Uh, first and foremost, big shout-outs to Have a Shot of Freedom Whiskey, big uh, supporter of the podcast. Go to Have a Shot of Freedom dot com and order yourself some whiskey and gin it's a veteran-owned company small batch bourbon love their stuff uh second liberty ammunition www.libertyammo.com all these sponsors are available in the post above but make sure you go check them out they are my everyday carry ammunition they are the only ammo that i will trust my my life to use code starlord for 10 percent off there and then last but not least contractor service with my boy Jay Reglabuto up in New Jersey and Philly. If you're going to be doing any contracting or any work on your home in the area and you need equipment, go check them out, www.contractorservice.com, and they'll get you guys hooked up for what you need. Now, I'm going to get Hector on here. We're going to talk some politics today because he is uh, a very interesting man growing up in Cuba and now living, having lived it all, fought all over the world. Very, uh, knowledgeable in this kind of stuff actor what's up man what's going on not much man so uh you want to talk some politics today huh yeah we like to talk about politics we like to talk about the coronavirus yeah so desantis just opened up the gyms in florida like starting monday how it would tell you the difference between democrats and republicans republicans totally get it we need to open up you know, we need to start with the bullshit. And it makes sense. You know, how can you keep, how can you keep your, your your country closed? You know? Meanwhile, all these Democrats, they, they try to pass another stimulus, stimulus package. A trillion dollar t- uh, stimulus package. About, and, and there is that nothing, nothing that they want, they want to pass or cover. It protects us as Americans. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I I don't think another stimulus package is what you need, you know, because I've been saying this from the beginning. Where the fuck is this money coming from? You know, like I think of myself as uh, I'm definitely more of a conservative, but I think I'm a little bit more middle than everyone else. But right now we're printing fake money. You know, our money isn't based on anything. Right. And who's going to pay for this shit? It's going to be our kids going down the line, you know, like it's. This is not a good idea. Like, I remember when uh, Bush was president, they were talking about, oh, the debt is like $4 trillion. We just passed a bill for $2.6 trillion, you know? Where the hell is that money coming from, and why are we okay going into debt, you know? Well, it's like you say, you know, they just going to go ahead and print print more paper. Yeah. That don't have any value, but besides that, I mean, I want people to stop, you know, thinking about the fake media news. They they don't tell you the truth. And, you know, I, I, want, I want people to kind of like do their own research. Stop listening to uh, CNN. Stop listening to um, all this CNBC and all this crap because it's just an, an emotional, they are an emotional news. All they talk about is the hate they have for Trump. They don't give you news. And they give you whatever they want to feed you with. You know, I want people, it's like Cuba. I remember in Cuba back in the days, 
they knew in Cuba was all against America. Everything in America is bad. The Americans are bad. The Americans are evil. The harmony is evil. I mean, it's a joke. So I leave, I, I leave that already. And I know what it's like. So I thought like, you know, me coming to America and me leaving Cuba, I, I was going to be like, wow, you know, I'm just finally, I finally did it. I'm in the country that I want to be at. I'm happy. But it, it's the same. We're going through the same shit. So that's why I defended Trump so much. It's not because, you know, um, you know, I like the guy. I never met the guy. But he does what is good for me. He defend what I defend. He believes in what I believe. And of course, I got to vote for that guy because I believe what he believes. He believes that you, you, you know, you go for work, you go to work and, and making money, you open up a business and making money is good. Democrats don't think that way. So the people need to work up. Now, I want to say another thing about the coronavirus. I want you guys to stop listening to the fake media and they're going to tell you, like, stay at home, stay at home. So if you stay at home, it's going to be impossible for you to build, to build up vitamin D or vitamin C. If you don't have vitamin D, your immune system is going to be fucked up because vitamin D is the one that builds your immune system. Is the one that make your muscles stronger. Is the one that makes your bones stronger. So if you don't have a vitamin D, you fuck. And this is what's been happening to all these people that is been getting sick and it's been getting getting murdered by the coronavirus because they don't have a vitamin D. And they want you to stay at home so you, you will have less vitamin D. Even when you're in jail, they, you have to go. You have to go one hour out to take to take air, fresh air, to um to take sun. So you build that immune system. That you build that immune system with vitamin D. Yeah, man, it, it's crazy. So you you talked about the fake news media, like that. That's the biggest thing here. To my opinion, like, I don't think there's a good news source right now to get real information because, like, I'm, I'm definitely more conservative. But I, I'll tell you right now, Fox News is not giving you 100 percent of the truth. MSNBC is not giving you 100 percent of the truth. CNN's not giving you 100 percent of the truth. I think the biggest problem with all this stuff is nobody knows where to get real information. And look, the fucking CDC and the World Health Order, like all their numbers are changing every day. Like we're in the middle of something crazy right now. And we're all going to look back. I don't think we're going to know whether or not or we're not going to know how bad or how good this was until 10 years from now, because all this information, we're, we're in an age where information is so hard to come behind. And like you said in the beginning, nobody's going to do their own research. Yeah, but, you know, uh, these things that you have to, you have to, you have to kind of like analyze as a common sense. 
You know, how how the fuck are you gonna be healthy? How the fuck are you gonna be healthy inside the house? Yeah. With with all this freaking uh 5G going on, like if you inside the house, you your your brain is gonna be froze. Freaking birds falling out of the sky. And you figure why? So how the fuck somebody like freaking Ocasio Cortez is gonna tell you like well uh, uh using using uh buses and using uh airplanes is not good for you. And the people believing in her. Okay, but meanwhile you you're driving an SUV, BA, and you're taking a first class, but it's good, it's okay for you. It's okay for you to use that, you know, all these powerful machines, but for people around, it's not good. It's, it's, it's like, uh, it's bad for the ecosystem. It's bad for our freaking, it's a joke, man. Like, things you have to have, like, kind of like a little common sense. Yeah, common sense is something that it's hard to find now these days. It seems like nobody has common sense anymore. Use the right lane to turn toward my Exactly. You know why? Because, you know, like, life it was too good. Life is always being too good. So you have no time to worry about stuff that really matter. The stuff that really matter is politics, believe it or not. Because... That way you cannot be manipulated. Nobody can manipulate me. There's no fucking body can manipulate me when it comes to political stuff. Because I get it. I already went through it. You know, I remember like Fidel Castro used to manipulate everybody through social media. But over there, you only have one social media, whatever he wanted, he wanted you to listen to. So it started to get in this way over here. But you know, if you as a human being, and you have a business, and then some people die, they gotta die. They, you know, it's, it's, it's a common saying, like people will die. You know, like I don't know, people's gonna die. So there is people that have been dying and then they're putting and reflecting it on the coronavirus. Yeah, that's, that's not right. That's definitely a big thing we're starting to see is, and it's starting to come out more and more. If you had symptoms of coronavirus, they're going to make you look like a corona death in the hospital because, and I'm not sure if you listen to the podcast with Elon Musk and Joe Rogan, like he's saying that if you have a corona death, it's $8,000 going to the hospital. If you put them on a ventilator, that's like $60,000 going to the hospital. And when you look at these hospitals, like, they're laying off doctors. They're laying off nurses because they can't afford to keep them because the hospitals are at a lower capacity now that all the elective procedures are gone and stuff like that. So at, from a business standpoint, they need that money coming in. So they're writing it down as coronavirus. I'm, I'm just kind of like, honestly, we, we definitely live, living in, uh, in very interesting times. And like I said before, like it's time, it's time for uh, get get out, get out of the PlayStation. It's time to kind of like, you know, stop being comfortable, because our way of life is, is is getting out. We're losing our way of life. And trust me, man, when all everything, all of this is being said and done, 
it's going to be a big change. Believe it. It's going to be a big change. Those 5G towers that's being installed, they're being installed there for a reason. Not because technology. That shit can fry you up. You think about it. But people don't think about that. And now, another thing that I want to is, I want to talk to you in your, in your podcast, okay? You know, I've been talking like, I've been talking with uh, a couple of Democrats because I have friends that are Democrats. And they rather vote for the vegetable guy. And I don't know if he's a rapist or no or whatever, but, you know, he had a lot going, going on with China, with, you know, whatever. And, you know, with rape thing, like, you know, she's, he's getting accused with. He has a lot going on. But the most important thing is, like, everybody knows that this guy is not capable to run his house. Not a country. That guy is not capable to run his house. How the fuck somebody is going to vote for this guy? It just fucked my mind. It really fucked my mind. It, it's affecting me. Mentally, it's affecting me. Because I cannot believe that somebody with common sense can vote for the guy who cannot even freaking remember what day is today. It's crazy. It doesn't make sense. I, I got to say, like, there's a, an age minimum that you have to be. You have to be at least 35 to run for president. Do you think there should be a maximum? Because, like, I know you're a Trump supporter. I don't, I don't dislike Trump. I, I think there should be a maximum age you can be to run this country. I don't think people in their 80s should be running the country. But wait, but listen. In my point of view, my point of view, the way I am, I want the best man for the job. Yeah, me too. I want the best man for the job. And the best man for the job is Donald Trump. Like it or not, he's Donald Trump. He's the most capable guy. He's a smart he knows what risk to take, and he is doing it for you and I. He's doing it for the country, believe it or not. You know, I don't believe. I don't believe like oh, because I'm very passionate about Bin Laden. Uh, I'm gonna put a terrorist in there, and I'm not gonna say like he's a terrorist, but this guy is fucking out of his mind. You you, you have you have to have a common sense. Yeah, I have to have a common saying. If he, if he Donald Trump is the best, and you know, the reason why I mentioned Bill Laden is because, for example, like there is people that will vote for uh, the worst of the worst because they hate Donald Trump. You know, yeah. the hate of Donald Trump is so great that they would they would vote for the worst person up there. And for example, I put like, you know, uh, this terrorist, whatever. They yeah, will I, vote for him. I they, definitely think it's they true. They're having Donald Trump as a president. It's a joke. Yeah. I, I think either either way, when you're too far on one side or another, like you're going to make horrible decisions, you know? Like there's guys that hate Trump so much that they'll vote for anyone other than him. And then there's guys who, exactly. like, like you said that Trump's the best man for the job. I don't think he's the best man in the country for the job. But of the candidates right now, I definitely agree. He's better than Biden. He's better than the third-party guys because of the choices we're being given right now. I definitely think he's the best choice. But the real question he's definitely, he's definitely better than, than Uncle Joe. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, you know, like, even you, 
are better for to be a president. Even me, I am better to be a president than Uncle Joe. Because Uncle Joe is a delusional. The guy doesn't remember shit. Now, it's a reality. It's just real. Do you think it's, it's like an impossible job? Do you think the job of president is even possible to do? I'm sorry? Do you think, like, being president... Up. President, do you think being a president is an impossible job, like of America? Because me personally, I think the country is too big to be governed. You know, having one person in charge of 350 million people, and I know like we have the the different branches, we have Congress, we have the legislative branch, we have the judicial branch and the executive branch, and all that fun stuff. But I feel like 350 million people is just too many people to make laws for. Yeah, but. I understand. I exactly understand what you, you what you're saying, but you know, if you're a capable person, you gotta you gotta put the best. You gotta make the best judgment on who's who is gonna run. Like you don't gonna you don't gonna call your friend and say like, hey, you know, um, you run you run the health system now, and then you don't gonna call your, your friend and say like, now you run uh, the Department of Agriculture. No, you gotta put the best in, you know, in for the job, and that's what a smart man would do. You know, you gotta look and you gotta do your research. You gotta put every single person that you think that is the most capable of, you know, for that job. Yeah, I don't, I don't even think like Uncle Joe is would be good at that either. Yeah, I will you say. Trump did a really good job of like choosing the people to be around him. You know, like he, he's, exactly. he's picked some good people to be in certain positions. Now, here's a question for you, Hector. The fact that you grew up in Cuba and you saw how far a leftist government with Castro and all of them would go, is that why you're so conservative now? It hundred percent because I saw the same bullshit and I see and I see what's going on with the bullshit up here that he is turning into Cuba. There is a reason why Obama went to Cuba. And that's what the people forgot about it. Obama learned from Castro. You know, like even even like, you know, like I was so fucking upset. Because when when the coronavirus, you know, was start start getting a you know getting effect up here, they were putting the same the same system that they did over there in Cuba. They were they were putting like, okay, you know, if you see somebody that goes out out of his house, please call this number, send them in. And I'm like, fuck, this is the same way the Cuba works. If you see somebody that is doing something, and I'm your neighbor, I gotta call the police and say like, hey, look, this guy, this guy killed a cow. Well, eating eating cow in Cuba is illegal, and if you kill a cow, you do twenty five years to a life in prison. For you to know, that's insane. You, you, yeah, you cannot eat meat over there. You cannot kill a horse, or you cannot kill a cow. If you kill a cow or a horse, you will do between twenty five or life in prison. In Cuba, years ago. If you have a dollar, you will do 10 years in jail. 
just to have U.S. currency, you would do 10 years in jail. In Cuba, if you talk with, with, with the tourists, you would do between one and two years in jail. For let's, what? Suppose like, let's suppose like you go to Cuba and I'm talking to you. If the police get, get me or see me talking to you, you as a tourist. Oh, tourist, yeah. Yeah, you, I, would, I would do time in jail. The funny part is when they, they understood that they need the money, they, when they understood that they need U.S. dollars to, to fix their economy, they, they changed the laws. And all these people that they put in jail because at that time they have U.S. dollars, they remove it. And the most important currency in Cuba is dollar, right? They change it. So they didn't care about the thousands and the hundreds of thousands of people they put in jail years before. They just change it to like right now, if you have a dollar, you are king. And this is the same thing that I'm seeing here. Like, you know, these Democrats, they talk, about something and then over the time they're changing you know they were they, they, they were trying to impeach they were trying to impeach donald trump with no proof for almost four years they tried to impeach trump for almost four years and now they don't even want to talk about it after they you know there's no proof about it yeah it's crazy how you figure it's crazy how you figure and now they brainwash everybody like, oh, you know, that is not important. Coronavirus is more important. Dude, you should try to put in jail the president of the United States. <clears throat> so now that's not important. That is not important. Now you go and figure. So I saw a post you made the other day, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it was you, talking about how when you were coming up in the judo system in Cuba, if you did better, you would be getting better places to, to sleep, to eat, better food. You would move up. How crazy is yeah. it that, that that's totally capitalistic? So you have a communist country like Cuba where they're trying to make everybody equal. They're putting people in jail for having U.S. dollars, for talking to tourists and stuff like that. But on their national judo team, and we, we heard uh, Yoel talk about that on the wrestling team too, they're implementing these capitalist ideas to make their athletes better. Listen, I've been telling everybody over and over. It's a freaking fake system. It's the worst system, and it's so bad that they don't even understand it. You know, for example, like China. And I just got to give you an example, right? We all know it's a communist country, right? In order for them to become very powerful, which they are, thanks to America, for people that you know that, that didn't know that, because Clinton, in Clinton was the guy who built China, because he allowed China to start producing and manufacturing 
U.S. staff. So after Clinton allowed them to start doing that, that's why they become so powerful. But my, my point is, China is a communist country. But it is a communist country in China because they do business with everybody in the world. But, you know, all these all these factories, all that is a capitalist system. Yeah. We, we capitalists. So, yes, you build, you build a new country, which is a communist for the people that live in China. So it's communist for people to live in China. But for me, as a government, I'm a capitalist. So China is capitalist, but it's communist inside of China for people in China. It's a fake shit. It's fake as fuck. And people don't even see it that way. I mean, how the fuck are you calling yourself a communist country when you produce and you manufacture all the shit for everybody? So you're using and enslave your people and you so-called a communist for them, so you don't pay them. And then me as government, I become more powerful and more powerful. And I use my slave, my little slave, the people, and I so-called a communist. So, I, I think- It doesn't fucking make sense, no, but it makes sense for them. It doesn't make any sense. I think the scariest thing that's come out of all this is we kind of realize now that the U.S. doesn't make anything. We've outsourced our production to all these <coughs> other countries. And the minute something like this happens in China where the supply line gets cut, all of our businesses are so tied up into that kind of stuff. Because as a country, we've gone away from making things here to being more of like the Facebooks, these tech companies and stuff like that. But where is all this tech manufactured? Outside of the U.S. Well, you know, uh, it happened It happened to the Roman Empire. And the Roman Empire, that's how they become weaker and weaker. And, and it's happening to America. You know, the people become so lazy and the people become so... Egomaniac, that no, I ain't no gotta produce that. Fuck that. I ain't no gotta, you know, sit up in a factory for ten dollars. Fuck that. So in two miles. What happened to what happened to you as a country? Little by little, you you know, you're giving up your knowledge, you're giving up your, your technology, you're giving up to all these countries, like for example, China. China learned everything from us. These guys cannot produce or do nothing. Now they can't because they learn from us. And they're stealing from us too. Like that's the scariest thing with China is they're just ripping off everything the US companies make. Dude, you know, these these people, they they're basically cowboys, man. You know, they don't have like the the trademark doesn't uh, doesn't apply to them. Yeah. Um no laws apply to them. So they do whatever the fuck they want. The cowboys, man. It's a joke. Yeah. Nothing applies to them. I think, like, you know, to be honest, Donald Trump should reinforce that. Because, come on, man. Yeah, it's not fair to have a spend or, like, any private company spend all their money on research and development 
and then all of a sudden you have a company backed by China that will just go ahead and take all that knowledge and make it cheaper and sell all your hard work for half the price. Use the left three lanes to continue on to I-75 like, toward Miami. Another, another thing that I want to I wanna kind of like uh, talk about. You know, we as America, right? We have people all over the world for things, for things like, for things like, for example, like for virus. There is people that is getting salaries to check, to check and, and say like, hey, you know, there is, there is a virus going on in China. Um, the shit is fucking really bad. You guys should put an eye on it, right? So there is people on the payroll. I don't know if it's the FBI or I don't know if it's like uh, a sacred service. I don't know how you fucking call it or environmental, uh, whatever. But I know they have some people that they're getting paid to check on diseases, to check on things like that. Yeah. To warn America first and say like, hey, bro. There is, there is bullshit going on up here. It's bad. Send me, send me some, some, some people that knows about labs and stuff because we really need to check this out before, you know, when they are breaking off the virus, right? Remember? Yeah. Nothing happened. Like it was no, you know, like the virus go here, you know, fuck everybody up. They knew. China knew. But we, it, it got us by surprise. So we, we, we are the people that get to pay for that. So here's my question for you, because we talk politics a little bit. And I mean, you're obviously very conservative. And I don't think there's anything more like free market than starting your own company. You know, and entrepreneurship is something I see you starting to take a hold of a lot more. And Although you're still fighting and stuff like that, I see you constantly working with new companies. Like you were, you were doing, you were working with a uh, an MMA organization here in Florida. I see you with Champ Raps and stuff like that. Now, is that something you're trying to get into now? Now that you're getting towards the end of your fighting career? <clears throat> yeah, well, I'm always being an entrepreneur, you know, and slash inventor and all that. So I have a huge passion for that. Um, and yeah, you know. I'm similar to you. Like I'm, I know, like you always got stuff going on. You yeah. always work with companies, and uh, you know, you you always try trying for for the new thing up there. You know, so I'm the same. You know, um, um, I have passion for that as well. So, what are you working with right now? Uh, right now, <clears throat> I have the champ wraps, and. Um, Hopefully next week I will get my other patent for the, the scoop. It's in the new scoop that I invented. But um, I uh, did you say on. scoop? Yeah. So what's that do? Uh, it's a scoop that has a funnel. That's cool. So you know, you know, when you're in the bottle, when you're at the gym and you have a, a water bottle. Yeah. Most most of the people they roll and you know they yeah, make yeah, like kind of like. Yep. Make a funnel. Yeah, to pour it up into the water, right? Yeah. So I can, I invented a scoop that has a funnel, 
So for one side, it's a scoop. So you pick out the powder. And for the other side, it's, it has a funnel. Oh, so dude, that's a really good idea. Yeah. So when you when you're at the gym or it's a it's a it's a water bottle up there and you need to get like you know, Put your pre workout in your protein, yeah. Or pre workout, whatever, you don't need to use not like garbage like I used to freaking struggle with all yeah. the fucking time. And I used to see like the people used to make dirt in the gym, it used to kinda of like it was it was a lot going on. So I invented it. When that comes out, let me know because I, I got to get my hand on one of those. I want to help you push that because that's a really good idea. Now, yeah, yeah. the champ wraps, I've seen those, man. That's a really good idea. Like, as a coach and somebody who runs striking programs and stuff like that, getting people to wrap their hands is one of the hardest things to do. It was for me. Um, I remember back in the days, I used to always come late to the gym. So, and then you have to wrap your hands. And the coach is like, fuck, man, you oh, you come late, but no, you come late. You, you cannot even fucking get ready on time. What the fuck? You know, so I said, like, fuck, you know, I got to invent something that is quick. And when you get to the game, if you're late, you got to wrap your hands quick. So I invented uh, a wraps that I already, that I already made up. Yeah, it, it's just like a glove. I actually showed my wife, and she was like, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. So you just slide it yeah. on your fingers, and then you wrap your wrist, and then you wrap over the thumb, and you're good. Yeah, and you, you know how to learn. Because most, most of the people, they always teach you how to, you got to fold it this way, you got to fold yeah. it that way. It's so complicated. It it's is. It's so difficult. You use my, you don't have to learn. You just put it in, you wrap it up around, and you, you set to go up. Now, do you think, like, the down the line, to take exit 11 eventually you'll be able to get that approved by commissions to use for actual fights, or do you think it's always going to just be for training? Well, that's my goal. Yeah. My, my goal, because like, even, like, you know, before you fight, they have to send a guy, and it's got to wrap your hand. Yeah. And that shit take you forever. Like, it take you 45 minutes. It takes forever, and some guys aren't good at it. I remember, like, when I was fighting, coming up, like, dude, certain guys, you know, I hate wrapping my hands because they did a horrible right job. Sheridan Street West, then turn right onto Sheridan it takes you, it takes you forever. I'm yeah. telling you, it takes you forever. Like, you know me, I'm, I'm very, I'm very picky to wrap my hand. And most of the times they, they put it tight and then I'm saying, no, 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 it's too tight. If it fucked up my circulation and we got to do it again, bang, at one point, you know, you spend like an hour in there. Like, and since yeah. go so fast in the fight, that a couple times I've been, I've been going to the fights, and I don't even want because I was so focused on, right on wrapping my hand. You know. So with those wraps, once you get it, you know, and 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 try to approve it by the commission, those wraps are already there because you know you don't need to go inside inside your fingers or anything you just slide it in and you already have your 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 pre-wraps yeah. for fighting that's a really good idea man I, I think that's cool so before i let you go i gotta get your your thoughts on the fights coming up this weekend who do you think wins overeem or walt harris well i cannot go against Walt. you know like i know that kid you know for a long yeah. time i, I like remember him. when he wasn't even a fighter so i like him so much and he has improved yeah. So obviously, definitely I'm going for him. 
I think this is the right time to catch over him because he's coming out towards the end of his career. You know, he just got knocked out by uh, Rosenstreich. And, I mean, he looked good in that fight. He was piecing him apart. But I think Walt does a good job of mixing up the takedowns and the striking and just makes it kind of really dirty. And that's not a good fight for Overeem, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that fight for him, too. So, he had to be sharp and he had to be confident. And then the rest is his. Cool. Any fight news for you coming up? Talk to Dave at all? Well, I'm waiting for um, I'm waiting for um, David to see when I spoke to him two days ago, and we might we might have a fight in in August. Awesome! So yeah. I cannot wait. You think that's gonna be down here in Florida? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, um, you know, like I was calling out uh, Tyson because um, you know. That fight makes sense for me when it comes to financial. So I'm looking for things that make sense for me. You know? Yeah, dude, 100%. Maybe Bandel Seba, Bandel Seba thing, I'm winning That's on the with Bandel Seba. So he's a good candidate. Yeah, I saw, I, I think I saw you two there, but uh, when Jernuckle came to Tampa, I saw Bandler there. He does not look good, man. Like, I think that's a good fight for you. Bandler looks fucking old. Yeah, I want to fight him. Yeah, that's a good so, win for you. See what happened. Yeah, man. Sweet. Sounds good to me. I'll definitely have to make it out to this one. I made it to the one in Tampa. I couldn't make it to your last fight down there with uh, Cowboy out in Miami. But, uh, yeah, when next time you fight, let me know. I'm going uh, to definitely be there ringside watching. Thank you, bro. And congratulations with your uh, podcast. And, um, you know, it's pretty, pretty good. You know, that's it's good that, you know, a, a person like you, you know, it's been doing this kind of podcasts because, you know, you have so many other people that are not knowledgeable and they have no clue about the sport. Yeah, it's tough, man. And because, and then because they, they give you, they give you some interviews and then they, they're consistent on it. it be, they become like when something happened, they even tell you like, well, you know, um, uh, this guy should be winning because this and that, and you're like, dude, you don't know shit about this sport. Yeah, it's you tough. Know, you you was you was there just at the right time and at, at the right place, but it doesn't mean because you interview some some fighters, you you know shit about anything because you you don't know shit about it. Yeah, man, it's tough watching these guys who've never stepped in the ring or the guys who, like, don't train regularly try to break down fights. It doesn't make any sense to me how they Dude, even get an audience. I get, like, I get, like, you know, you, and I don't even want to mention this because I just want to be positive, right? But I see these guys, like, they became famous, and they 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 uh, comment, uh, become the commentators of uh, MMA, and then from becoming a commentator, they they start giving opinions. And then the people, even for knowledge or whatever, they, they go to them, they ask him questions like if he if he disguise they know shit. Yeah. And then they jump from from there to basketball, for example, or NBA, <laughs> for example, or whatever. And you and you're like, oh, so now you're a uh, freaking NBA player too now. You know everything about the NBA. And you, you're like, dude. Doesn't make any sense, man. I don't know how, like, 
I'm a one sport guy. Like I'll, I'll do MMA and I'll do jujitsu. That's about it. Like I can't sit there and talk football. I can't talk basketball. Like, I'll watch football, but I'm not an expert on that. So I keep my mouth shut. It, it becomes like, it becomes like kind of like, I'm just, you know, I just kind of like, you know, it's, this is how reality this is how how the, the whole world is today. Like you know, people have no clue. Some people have no clue on something, and then they because she's just there and they are they are doing it. It becomes like uh, you know they know everything about it, but they don't. Yeah, everybody wants to be a uh, Monday morning quarterback. You know, nobody wants to get in there and put in the work. They just want to act like they know what they're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Hector, I'm going to let you go. You drive safe. Uh, I'll get you out here in the next couple of weeks when we get some fight news and stuff like that or anytime you want to talk some politics or whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whether it's politics. And, hey, whether it's back up. I got to get you in my, my uh, gym for a seminar here in the next couple of months. Sounds good. And whether it's race, talk to me because like it, that's one thing that I would like to talk about it because you know I get bothered when people say about race listen guys there's no more race anymore okay it's about money whoever has money is king and the money is the one that's gonna slave enslave you not the race you know if you debt to me if you owe me money you my slave regardless of the call of your king if you have money and I lost the money you can be at places that me, if you're white or blue or yellow, cannot be. Meanwhile, if you're black and if you have plenty of money, you got to do a lot of shit that I can do. Me being alb albino. Yeah, so that's, there is good, no race. that's a good point. Let's talk about that real quick before I let you go. You said it in the beginning. Debt is slavery. You know, it, if you owe a debt to someone, that is modern-day slavery. And that's the, the real problem. Like you're saying, it, debt doesn't have any discrimination. It doesn't care if you're white, black, brown, doesn't matter. Debt will come for you and, and it will enslave you. And, but they, 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 exactly. But the people that run you on debt, which is that the people at the top at the top, are the ones that make you believe that the race is the problem. They understand that it's not a problem. They just want to keep you low and they want to make you think like it's all about the race, but it's no, it's all about the debt. It's all about the debt. You owe me, what for me, motherfucker? That's the way it works. Yeah. I don't care your color of the skin no more. That shit is old. That shit is a pass. But people stick on it. Yeah, that's a good point, man. I think that's a good place to, to, to end. You gave me a lot of info today, brother. I appreciate you. I appreciate you too, man. I right, man. You Give take me it time. Yes, sir. You drive you safe. Too. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was UFC legend, Bellator legend, Hector Lombard. Make sure you catch him out in the uh, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. I have a couple more interviews coming on later this weekend. And next week, I'm going to have a, a bunch more as the gym start opening up. Just so you guys know, I made a post earlier about this. But going into this post-shutdown uh, period, I'm going to run three interviews a week and then one up-and-comer interview. So I'll have three interviews with like a bunch of different people. I have a, a doctor I'm talking to, He, uh, Dr. Rivera. He's the chief cardiologist at 
the uh, McDill Air Force Base in Tampa. He's going to come on in the next few days and talk about Corona and his thoughts on it. Um, I'm going to let you know right now he thinks it's a load of shit and that's his words, not mine. So I'm really interested to talk to him about that. But going forward, it's going to be three major interviews during the week. And then one day a week is going to be a spotlight for up-and-coming MMA fighters, jiu-jitsu athletes, entrepreneurs, all that stuff. And I got probably like 15 applications just yesterday alone. So I have a bunch of really good up-and-comers coming up. And I'm, that's something I'm really looking forward to do because I want to give back and help these people come up and grow in the sport and stuff like that because I didn't get a lot of that coming up. And uh, now that I have a little bit of an audience, I, I really want to be able to do that for people. So make sure you guys tune in for that kind of stuff. Um, thanks again to the sponsors. Have a shot of Freedom Whiskey, Liberty Ammunition, uh, Contract Services, Noki Nation, all that stuff up there. And if you want to sponsor the podcast, I offer very reasonable advertisement rates. Like it's definitely on par with Facebook ads. If you're like if you're a great Facebook ads guy, you will get the same rate that I've been I'm giving out. You know, and it's a more um, more centralized audience it's audience specific and it's a captive audience so thank you guys for watching i'll be back later this week and uh sorry about the setup i'm traveling at my in-laws house right now so i hope it wasn't too bad i know i don't have my condenser mic and all that fun stuff but i'll be back in my studio monday so i'll see you guys soon stay safe and uh looking forward to getting back on the mats on monday